0: The next question kind of goes into what you talked about some of the practices or disciplines that you have uh, pertaining to kind of how you work out some of these unmet longings um, you talked about muscle memory neuroplasticity um, I've heard it I heard the phrase it's not about trying it's about training uh, maybe you've heard that before too and even discipleship it's not about trying it's about training kind of moving in that direction consistently um, how are you able to stick with those practices that you've developed, be it prayer, meditation, solitude, Bible reading, whatever it is, how have you, because I think that's the hardest part for people. Um, It's not just the start, but it's the sticking with, and maybe it's just me, everybody, but it's also just continuing in that process. Because Here's why, Ben, I think it's very tough when you, you know, when you start a diet, you want to lose some weight and you get on the scale and you see you lost 10 pounds. You're Mm -hmm. like, man, this is awesome. You want to keep going. Yeah. You're like, let's keep going to the gym. Look at my six pack. There's no six pack there, but still. And then, then you go the next week and you lost, like you gained a pound, but you did everything you could. It was the cheat meal, the water weight. Right. It's like you get so discouraged and maybe it's just me, but you keep doing those practices and it's such a, I mean, you're, you're really just moving it one, you know, one, one degree at a time. But over time, you've gone a long way and you, you've got, you've changed. But how do you stick with those practices? That is an excellent question. Let me think on that.
1: But I've seen, I've seen so many shifts of motivation. And I think, here's some research I'll cite one of my mentors, a guy named Randy Newman, not the singer from Stuart Little, but uh, he's an he's author, and um, he did his dissertation on why people came to faith in college, interviewed 60 different people. It was everything from I wanted to belong, to uh, I, I never had a father, to I just feel so guilty and ashamed. I think there's different motivations at different points in our life. And a lot of those have to do with our unmet longings. But what I found with so many people I've worked with is initially it starts with the pain point. I just want to stop this. I want my marriage to be saved. I want to stop turning my back on God. I want to get rid of the shame. I want to stop for me personally the past year, I want to get over this fear of heights. You know, it kinda seems ridiculous, but it's it's not. I have to have empathy and compassion towards myself and kindness. Because kindness and condemnation will get us a hundred times further, or or not condemnation, uh, kindness and curiosity about our struggles will get us a hundred times further than condemnation. Because we're questioning it. What is it about being uh, gentle with ourselves? It's this kindness that leads us to repentance, to change our mind, to turn around. And um, so, what I've seen, the motivation is often it starts with. I just want this behavior gone, this struggle gone. I'm sick of the pain. And that's a valid motivation. But then what you'll see is it starts to shift to, okay, there's something deeper. I've seen this in the healing groups. About six months in, um, the motivation will start to shift from the behavior and I wanna stop feeling ashamed, and wanna stop, you know, I just wanna stop feeling bad to, Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm finally connecting with people and my ministry is getting better. And I finally feel honest before God and men. And I finally feel like I'm living out the one and others in Scripture. And I f- finally feel fulfilled. And what I thought was my problem was actually my attempted solution to survive in life. And we, we get rid of that solution, figure out what you're truly needing, then the motivation quickly shifts to this is how I was designed. I'm thriving, I'm experiencing satisfaction. And that's why I said earlier, nine years free from porn and masturbation, and with the rewiring of my brain, I can't remember the last time I was I was tempted to look at porn. It's We, we gotta understand that it's not like you get set free and then you're just living in an avoidance the rest of your life. and. and Oh, I could slip back in, you know, my sinful nature. It's new neurological pathways. You figure out what it's about. You have new healthy coping mechanisms of connection rather than coping. and then the motivation shifts. So like last night, when I was so when I was getting anxious and believing lies about today, in the past, it would have been, I'm worthless, I'm bad, agreeing with those lies up, temptation, scrolling, social media, maybe porn, you know. And that happens for a lot of people, traveling, speaking, musicians, whatever. But instead, the new pathway is, I'm texting these guys. I'm fighting to believe the truth. I'm sitting with God. I'm having encouragement from people. I'm remembering past experiences. And what the enemy wanted to use for evil last night, or what he, you know, God redeemed for good. And it was just a sweet experience of communing with, with God and being able to walk in today, like, let's go. Let's get some sweet revenge against the enemy. This is going to be fun. So the motivation starts to shift.